0: A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked, and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Telling a woman that she can't be an elder is a nonsense. Rule. If they claim to be in the body, we let them have Donald it. Donald Trump is going to win in 2020 by an absolute landslide. number six Christianizing the American dream. I said that you um, that that many LDS folks. And I, I love the same Jesus. I still believe that. Sawing is a blessing from God to make you rich. Treating Jesus in. like a lottery ticket. The Lord spoke to my heart. It's been very few times I've ever heard God be this articulate with me. And I'm telling you word for word, these words came into my heart. I'm not only with rich. I'm asking you a hair. That's what God commanded Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Master's Dog, episode 138. I'm your host, Norm, The Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Master's Dog podcast is a podcast I do dealing with false teachers, false doctrine, false prophets, pretty much anything that is dealing with God's Word and is absolutely false. I talk about it here on this podcast. So it started out as a podcast called Faith and Beliefs Refuted. I was responding to... A segment of the Saints Unscripted podcast, which is an LDS podcast, they started a segment called Faith and Beliefs, which they they initially were talking about the LDS articles of faith. I wanted to show, responding to those videos, how those articles of faith do not line up with biblical Orthodox Christianity. They continued on after the 13th article of faith and did uh, issues of doctrine and teaching and so on. So, I committed to respond to all of those videos as they did them, and I have pretty much. I mean, I haven't, like, done a reaction to every single video. They've done a few where they've gotten into church history or stuff like that, which there's really nothing doctrinal to talk about. So, those ones, I just kind of threw up a a screenshot, said, this is what I think about it, and moved on. So, but then later on down the road, excuse me, I... um, I saw there were other things, you know, coming from from false Christian teachers, Stephen Furtick, Joel Osteen, um, you know, all the false Trump prophets uh, around the election time and so on. So I was like, I want to expand this out to deal with more than just Mormon theology, Jehovah's Witnesses, whatever, you know, let's talk about everything. And that was when the Master's Dog was born. Based off of the John Calvin quote at the beginning of the introduction video when God's truth is attacked, I bark. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about dealing with false teachers and so on when, when, who attack are or, or basically enemies of the cross. So we've, that's a little background for those who are new. Um, we've had a, a lot of new subscribers over the last week. I think we've had, and again, it's, it, it's a lot to me because, I mean, this podcast has, has been very small for a long time. So when you get 10 new subscribers in a week, um, or less than a week it like wow you know that's kind of crazy um so i owe that to you guys who like the videos share the videos there are a few people out there who watch every single one of these i appreciate you more than you know but you liking commenting and stuff like that that makes the algorithm make the video more searchable so people will find it easier people who are likely interested in seeing this then they come along if that's you if you're new just finding this hit the subscribe button hit the notification button get all the content that i release here there's a lot of interesting stuff i do um, different podcasts dealing with, uh, you know, music and entertainment and persecuted church and politics and stuff. All that is wrapped up. And then one that I just have a lot of fun with that I do live on YouTube every so often. Um, one's coming up this afternoon. So I'll let you see that on your own. So hit that subscribe button, all that stuff. Thank you so much. Also, didn't hurt that on Sunday night on Cross Politic, Gabe Wrench, the water boy, gave us a shout-out while they interviewed my pastor, Brian Sovey who went viral last week with a modesty tweet. Check out the Let Me Tell You uh, episode we just dropped yesterday to, do, to see what that was all about. So, I made a couple of posts, and those didn't hurt either because they've got a lot of followers. I mentioned them. They check us out. Here we go. More and more subscribers every day, and that's, thank you. Uh, for all of you who have done that one of the things that I do ask as I do the false teacher of the week podcast is I ask people to send me suggestions for false teachers I have one coming up a guy that I've been trying to get some time to watch more and more of his videos Greg Dick Cow or I don't remember his last name but um, that's coming up but I ask you guys if you have a false teacher that you think we should talk about send that to me and almost once a month not quite weekly, maybe twice a month, something like that. But one name that always gets brought up is Doug Wilson. So let's talk a little bit about Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson is the pastor of Christ Church in Moscow, Idaho. I've been up there. I've met him, you know, once or twice. I mean, he wouldn't know who I am. Um, he might remember my face from the few times that we've, uh, you know, shook his hand and, and so on. I've I've listened to him preach. I have, you know, read a couple of his books. Um, some are helpful I do own a copy of Ride Sally Ride which I never got past the second chapter um, I get the, the, the concept that he's going for I just couldn't do it I, I couldn't do it so um, hopefully one day I might finish it and we'll, we'll put it up on uh, unsolicited I'll give a review of it But so lots of I mean there's, there's no shortage of scandal and controversy coming out of Christchurch um, new St. Andrews school is up there. I love the commercials that they've done over the last couple years with, you know, toilets and gender and all that good stuff. Um, but so again, the controversy, things like that, I'm not privy to all the information like Doug and his elders are. So, I mean, there are stories that come out that look really bad, but, Again, I have to trust in Doug and his elders, and and the fact that I'm only getting a one sided uh, conversation from that. So, granted, Doug has lots of fans. Doug has a lot of people that uh, you know that just religiously, no pun intended, follow him, and you know, and okay, I mean, there are a lot of celebrity pastors out there that have. A huge following and people who are you know very much devoted to the teachings and so on that that's great i will i will put it out there um might upset a few people i'm not a doug wilson fan um but i'm also not a doug wilson hater because that also he has doug wilson has some very devoted fans but doug wilson has some very 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 devoted haters as well and again People that I know and love. So I'm sitting in this this middle place between people that I respect and I I have a great deal of respect for my pastor, my elders in my church, all of whom uh, read and are, I mean, I'm I'm not going to call them a Doug Wilson acolyte or anything like that, but Doug Wilson does from where I stand and what I see, and, and I'm sure Brian wouldn't disagree But Doug Wilson has a great amount of influence on my pastor, Brian Silvey. There is a lot of influence. He has learned much from Doug Wilson. And that's fine. That's great. We all learn much from different pastors and so on. I have no problem. I personally look at other places where, I, I mean, I get my teaching from my local pastor. Honestly. I mean, I don't read as many books as some other people Simply because I get my teachings from my local pastor, I read my Bible as much as I can, and then I work a lot, and I do this, and so I don't always have a lot of time to read books from other people. I have a choice few people that I do read their books: vodi Balcom, um, Callie, Pastor Callie. Uh, I wish I could remember Callie's last name. Um, you know, some other guys that I've I've read over the last year: Kurt. Kirk Allen, Kirk Kennedy um, wrote a book that I loved, and um, I think he's working on another one, I think, I, w- I want to say maybe. Um, but so again, uh, my influences come from other places, but yes, I get, a, I get an indirect influence from Doug Wilson from my local pastor who is you know, influenced by Doug Wilson. So, And then I have people that I, I love who are former elders that I, I have uh, served alongside of. And that are in this camp where they are like extreme Doug Wilson haters. And even to the point where, I mean, sometimes they won't even, I mean, I've tried to defend Doug to a point. I mean, I can't defend him completely because, again, I don't know all the intricacies. But I've tried to defend them and they just, you know, completely they are... 100% One hundred percent. Doug Wilson is a false teacher, a heretic, and leading people to hell. He's a cult leader. This is all what they believe about him. I don't see it. Again, I am not a hundred percent a fan. I don't. I do not like some of the language that he uses. I do not. Uh, you know. Again, I've looked tried to look into as much as I can the scandals and stuff that have, and controversies coming out of Moscow. And honestly, I just. I have to trust that Doug and his elders are taking care of things. And if they weren't, that there would be, you know, again, ultimately, I mean, when we're going to talk about justice, ultimately God is going to get the ultimate justice. So if I'm wrong and Doug Wilson is just a, a heretical cult leader, well, he's not going to get past God on judgment day, right? Well, Norm, that's really, you know, what about all the people that he's, he's messing up right now here and there? Well, We have a lot of false teachers out there that are obviously, obviously false teachers, obviously teaching false gospels. You know, Stephen Furtick, T.D. Jakes, um, Jesse Duplantis, Benny Hinn, all of these people that I mean absolutely obvious. Rob Bell, right? These are people, Jory Micah, who are going to stand and watch all the people that they've led astray stand in front of Christ and watch him say to them, depart from me I never knew you right they're the obviously obvious ones Doug not so much I mean there I have not received any bit of evidence that says this man is absolutely a heretic even federal vision because here's the deal with federal vision and, and I can Honestly, I can't articulate it off the top of my head. I have to go back every time someone talks about Federal Vision. I have to go back and read what the heck is Federal Vision because it doesn't affect me to the, to the point that I mean now I need to start looking more into it because just recently the elders of my church were accused of being holding to the the teachings of Federal Vision, which essentially is that we are saved by our works. We, I mean, we could be saved by grace, but apparently, and I'm probably botching the, the, the premise of Federal Vision in this, but we maintain our salvation by doing, uh, acting under the law or uh, obeying the law. Now, here, here's what I will say. Christ has made it very clear through Scripture that when we are saved, we are changed, we become a new creation, and our love for Him causes us to obey His commands, we should have a desire to follow the law. That's why we can look at people who are actively living in adultery, actively living in homosexuality, and in in uh, whether and greed or unchecked greed, unrepentant greed, theft. Any of these things. I mean, someone who's running a Ponzi scheme, claiming to be a Christian, we would look at them and go, no, you're not repentant because you're actively looking. You are not looking to, you have no desire to follow the law. The law of God is not written on your heart as it should be as a Christian. So we can look at them and go, it does not look like you're bearing fruit in keeping with repentance. And we can say, I doubt your salvation. We can honestly and, and rightfully do that according to what scripture says. So do we, does that mean we believe that we maintain our salvation by the law? No, our salvation causes us to do good works. We are saved unto good works is what Paul tells us, right? So, but apparently when Doug Wilson says this, which I've heard him say this, I have literally talked to the man and listened to his sermons and so on, and seen him in multiple uh, interviews with different people, James White, uh, you know, cross-politic, um, other places where I've seen him you know interacting with people panels at, at conferences and so on and again the question comes up every time he's in front of a, a microphone or a camera where people can ask questions someone says what about federal vision and the man has repeatedly said I do not hold to federal vision and at some point in time I've got to go I got to give him credit I got to give him you know the benefit of the doubt but where all these other people you know your your Doug Wilson haters come out and say, well, yes, he does. Because we know he does because we don't want him to be a, a good teacher. So, and this is, this is the, this, that's what it feels like. You know, I'm going to have Doug Wilson haters coming at me, we we'll no, know. But as we watch you from outside looking in on what you guys are talking, it looks like you just hate him so much that you're not willing to even give a, 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 iota of benefit of the doubt on that part right so again he and and this is the thing is anybody who reads i mean the apologia guys have gotten it uh the ladies over at sheologians summer and joy have gotten it james white has gotten it Um, my pastors are now getting it that if you are anyway influenced by doug wilson automatically oh your federal vision this is not I can I sit under the teachings if I miss a sermon from Brian, I'm listening to it two or three times on a podcast to catch up with with what I missed and I have never once in 11 years of being in church with him, being an elder with him, sitting in conferences and classes with him and then what is it now is it six years that Brian has been? The, the teaching pastor, the pastor of Vision and, and something at, at Refuge, where he has week in and week out preached from the pulpit. I have never once heard Brian, under the influence of Doug Wilson, give any kind of presentation that is anywhere near Federal Vision. I've never heard Doug... In, in any of the times that I've, I've seen him, watched him, listened to him, give any kind of presentation that is anywhere close to what is federal vision. All of these men I have seen are sola fide, by faith alone, through grace alone, in Christ alone, according to scripture alone, to the glory of God alone. Right? These men are as Reformed as... And, and I mean, I've been Reformed. I came to Refuge churches as, as a guy who was Reformed and watched as we went from pastor to pastor and then Brian and then watched Brian come through Reformed Theology and go far past me into Reformed Theology, right? The, but these men are, are not heretics. They are not false teachers. I've never heard... And again, if you can send me some kind of absolute concrete evidence that doug wilson then i'll come back and change my tune because i will look at the evidence and i will again martin luther unless i am convinced by by conscience and uh uh by reason and and scripture or what i, I botched the the my conscience is held captive to the word of god right and I, I again, I've never heard Doug say anything. Now again, the controversy that comes with Doug Wilson, right? No quarter November, where no—I mean, anything we do nowadays, even me and my podcast and stuff, I'm always having to qualify the things I say. Well, you know, but this is what this means, and I said, you know, and Doug does every November. He says, you know what? We're not given any qualifications. We're just going to say it outright. And sometimes. Those things come out and they're controversial and they he you know he has a book talking about using the serrated edge and sometimes maybe I think Doug's serrated edge is even a little too much for me. You know, recently there was a, a podcast or a book or something that he wrote called The Natural Use of Women. Right? Oh my gosh, he's so misogynistic. He's literally taking a quote from Romans where it says they traded uh, the natural use of women for men. Or something to that effect. Again, I'm botching the scripture. I didn't pull it up to read it. But that's, I mean, he's using biblical terminology. But he's using it in a way that people go, Oh my goodness, oh, he's so bad. Right? You may not like. I don't like. I've seen some, Doug Wilson use some words that I would never, ever, ever use in my most angered moments or anything like that. I would never refer to, women with the c word which i've seen him do um you know any other things other language that doug has used i would never use and that's kind of what turns me off to him and i'm like i just i don't have time for that maybe he's not as sober-minded as he should be but i don't think he's disqualified in that as a pastor i don't think he's a false teacher i don't think he's a heretic is he a great influence on me no Not directly, but he is an influence on people who are an influence on me. You know, I mean, the Reformed Dads podcast that I do with Dusty Marshall, uh, we haven't done one in a while. Hopefully we'll get back on the mic together soon. But they've done book studies on a lot of Doug Wilson books. And again, they've been helpful, but he's read a lot more Doug Wilson than I am. He's post-mill. I am not. You know, again, the, the latest book, I think, or something coming out from Doug, dealing with uh, Revelation, and basically it's presenting as what I looked at, almost a preterist uh, theology of Revelation, that it all already happened. I don't agree with that. There's a lot of things, and, you know, I look at things in Scripture, and Doug looks at things in Scripture, and I don't, it doesn't carry me to a post-mill uh, place of eschatology, It does him. That's fine. It's secondary issues that we are differing on. But I've never seen Doug waffle on the core issues of Orthodox Christianity, which is the person and nature of God, the person and nature of Christ, the nature of, of salvation, soteriology, and the theology of man. Those things are the core things of what make a Christian a Christian. And then the secondary things, he baptizes babies. I would never do that. You know, and I would, I would, you know, we talked about it as, as when I was an elder at Refuge, you know, what do we do if people who come in that are Pado Baptist? Well, they're welcome to fellowship here. We are not. It almost kind of feels like I've been out of the loop in the elders uh, meetings for a long time because I stepped down uh, a while back, but there are days that I feel like we are trending towards a Pado uh, baptist uh, theology, which at that point... I would have to re-examine whether or not I, that would be something that could cause me to to, re, uh, to re-examine to my membership. Just being honest. Sorry, Brian. Um, but we're not there. We are not there. We are not Presbyterians yet. Um, we are not Paedo-Baptists yet. And again, I don't, I'm not saying that my Paedo-Baptist brothers are heretics or anything like that. They're not. They look at Scripture differently than I do. They do something, but that is something that I am convinced by Scripture that is not biblical and I would not do. So, there's that. But there it is, guys. There's Doug Wilson. Um, I just wanted to get him out of the way so people would quit sending him to me, But they probably won't. I'll still get people who go, Hey, dude, Doug Wilson is a false teacher of the week. Doug is not a false teacher. Controversial, yes. Uh, um. Outspoken, uh, to a fault, yes. Um, sarcastic, yes. Um, heretical, um, blasphemous, false teacher, no. No. Could he use a little bit less uh, coarse language? I believe so. That's, that's, a, that's a big issue between uh, me becoming more of a fan Doug Wilson is I'm, I'm just not I just can't get into I mean I cringe when when Jeff Durbin at the Fight Laugh Feast conference you said BS but he said it um, again that that's just me that's not me saying these people are, are false teachers or anything like that it's just me saying this is where I am and my convictions that's where they are but we don't disagree on 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 core issues, on primary issues, secondary, tertiary, uh, quadriary, is that a word it is now, Um, issues, absolutely not. We can disagree on all those things, and I do in places with them. But the core values and the core doctrines of Orthodox Christianity, I have never seen anything where Doug steps outside of that. Now I know I'm going to get people who are going to send me some stuff, and I'll be willing to look at it. And I honestly will say, if you can convince me through scripture and clear reason, I will come back and I will recant these words and I will, will, will count him among the false teachers. But I just don't see that happening. Doug Wilson is, is a, 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 a good Bible teacher. He is faithful to the word of God as much as any human being can be. He does have his flaws. We all do. So there you go. Hopefully you guys found this helpful. Thank you for taking the time to watch. This is a lot longer than I expected it to be. Um, My poor daughter has been trying to be quiet in her bedroom for what was only supposed to be 15 minutes, which has now been 24. So um, I'm going to let her run free from her room. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go to bed. So it's uh, I have to work. Again, a graveyard shift tonight. So um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Again, send me your comments. I'll take all the smoke you want to give me, um, all the info you want to send me on Doug Wilson. I'll take it. Uh, But as always, please preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.